Welcome. You've joined the Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Our show is here to help you achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the Sexy Lifestyle. Now, here are your hosts, Carol and David. Hi, everyone. I'm Carol. And I'm David. Are you ready to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny? Well, you've come to the right place because that's what the sexy lifestyle is all about. And David and I are passionate about making your sex life the best it can be. We sure are. And we love talking about sex and sexuality and relationships and sex education and consent and respect. And hope our discussions open up your dialogue about great sex because... Well, great sex matters and we all deserve it. And we have an amazing show for you guys today. We are going to be talking with our sexy, fun friends who are swingers themselves, open, full swamp swingers, all of them. We're here in Lake Mead in Nevada on three houseboats with all our sexy, fun friends. And we're going to have some great discussions about their journeys, about their stories, and about how they got into the lifestyle. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David. Stay tuned. We'll be right back live from Lake Mead just outside of Las Vegas. You are listening to The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Got a burning question or comment about today's show? Send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com and we just might be answering your question next. Now back to this week's show. This is the Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David, and we are broadcasting live from three sexy swinger boats here in the middle of Lake Mead, just outside of Las Vegas. You can hear all the activity going on in the background. We're in the middle of cooking dinner right now. I see some beautiful ribs on the barbecue. And with us now, we have Shelly and Ken, who are the organizers of this amazing trip that's been going on. Well, we'll let them tell you a little bit about it. I'm going to let Carol take over now because I'm going to sit here and enjoy my beer (laughs) he's got his beer heading here but the thing is that we are just so excited to be here we're so happy that you guys have invited us three years in a row and I know you guys have done this trip organized this trip for many many years and tell us how it kind of came about well we uh, we used to do this trip with uh, another group and they stopped doing them and after a short period of time we decided we decided to start it up again with a group of our friends and um, it's been wonderful we've had a great experience with it we just do three boats uh, 15 sexy lifestyle couples naked naked most of the time Carol's still naked it's six o'clock at night her nipples no, are pointing on. out it's gotten Why a little chilly tonight and exactly. other than that uh, Shelly's wearing perfect uh, lingerie, lingerie yeah. houseboat attire. Absolutely. Right. And we just have a lot of fun. So, well, Shelly, what, what's your like whole take on this whole thing? What makes it important for you? What is great is that we've introduced a lot of people that have become long-term friends because it's people from Northern California, people from Southern California, and they get to know each other really well. Well, What about people from Montreal? As well as the Canadians. We do have a little... Yeah, people from Utah, people from all over, but it's people that wouldn't know each other, and they like the same people, and they need to meet each other and like each other and 
have fun with each other. Well, it's so fun because we came on this trip on this particular one where we knew half the couples on here, which the previous years we we knew fewer and fewer, so now we know a lot more. Well, the first time we came, we were newbies about three years ago, and we brought we didn't know what to bring, and we brought so much stuff it didn't even fit. What do you mean didn't fit? We brought like two suitcases each and all <laughs> okay. this clothes, and really it's so relaxing and so casual. What, Shelly? are some of the do's and don'ts for all the swingers that you have coming on board here with respect to what they need to bring and what they wouldn't need to bring based on going to a desire or a hedo or temptation or we were just on um, a cruise together and we were at cap dag and there, it's really a different experience it is and you don't need to bring a lot of clothes women need to bring a lot of lingerie and uh, there's a lot of just being naked so that's wonderful if it's going to be a little cooler like it is on this trip you just need to bring some uh, warmer lingerie so we say cooler we mean that okay it's going not down to 70 right <laughs> it's still not cold by any means right. Here. right it's usually really hot this time it's not quite as hot but everyone's just having a great time but we're going to contribute to global warming a little bit later when yeah. we all get naked and start fucking well, friction we've been doing that all day yes. Yes. <laughs> yes well actually uh, shelly we've interviewed five or six other couples and you have been some of the background noise <laughs> having amazing orgasms yeah. throughout I'm telling you, Shelly is not blushing at this particular time. No, I'm happy to contribute. Right, she is taking throat lozenges because her <laughs> voice has uh, gotten a little strained. But she says she can go another day and when she gets home she'll deal with it. However, we're going to go and stay with them so she might have to put that off for another week. I'll, I'll survive. Good. It's, I'll all survive. Good. it's a whole lot of work putting together this kind of trip where you guys have been organizing it for over a year and inviting your special friends. Just tell us a little bit about... Uh, why it's important for you to put on this trip and to invite all these friends and be here with us? Well, it's just a fun, sexy time. Uh, and that's really the main goal is we show everybody a, a good time. Um, and where else can you go and be naked outdoors with uh, hand-selected, sexy friends and you know, have sex three times before lunch? <laughs> and one of the unique parts of this trip is that everybody is full swap. So everybody is here ready to fuck their other friends, wives, husbands, boyfriends, whatever it As is. As opposed to soft swap where we're just talking about just flirting and having fun with them. Correct. The point I was trying to make is the, the more that the lifestyle expands or explodes and we've seen a big impact flux of sexually open-minded people who want to explore their sexuality we do run into more and more people who are into like Carol was saying teasing and soft swap and maybe just fucking their partner where someone else is fucking exhibitionists or voyeurs so this makes it very unique for all the couples here that they know that all the couples here are fuckable it's true. Uh, so we, we select these people because we want people to be on the same play level. Um, we don't want people to be uncomfortable. So uh, it wouldn't be right to have a soft swap couple here uh, who might feel pressured to become full swap. So we want people who are somewhat experienced and are comfortable being full swap with everybody. And in the, in the lifestyle, there are compatible couples for everybody. And here we're just making sure that everybody um, full swap wise is compatible with everybody else. Now, Shelly, would you say that everybody on this trip is compatible for you? Wanted, and would you want to fuck everybody here? I, I could. I could. <laughs> there's, not, yeah, there's not, see, because we kind of hand select everybody, and there's not one guy here that I wouldn't do. 
But you guys have been in the lifestyle for a long time and that's why you guys have the connection to be able to hand select these types of couples. And of course you have to be available on this weekend and you have to right. be willing to come on this houseboat. Yeah. So of all of these things that go on, you have a big variety to choose from, I think. Yes, we also get help from Kurt and Karen. We get um, oh, some of Shelly's our friends. Oh, Shelly's there. Nice tit, Shelly. <laughs> Different Shelly. Beautiful. <laughs> There's three Shelly's and two Doug's on this boat. Yes. Oh, we got Shelly's pussy now. Beautiful. <laughs> so, Kurt and Karen who live in uh, Central California, they have some friends, so they contribute also. So that's, um, you know, that kind of contributes to the mix. Now, how, do, how does putting on this trip enhance your couple? It's a lot of work. We thank you so much for putting it on. I know Kurt and Karen help you guys. But as a couple, how does it help you become stronger? You've been swingers for, I don't know, 25 years. 20. 20 years. <laughs> don't make us older than we are. All right, all I won't. But there's got to be something in it that drives you guys as a couple. I well, think we get a lot of satisfaction out of making people happy and putting people together and you know it just makes us happier so as a couple it makes us but it's like a project that you work on together That's right? True. it's really a yeah. fun project that you start at the beginning of the year and by the time you get here it's like done and amazing like you guys took a lot of attention to detail well so a lot of it goes back to communication you know and uh, there has to be good communication to make sure that everything gets done and everything gets organized and there's no friction involved so uh, as far as our couple goes, you know, it's just the same as that, as we always try to communicate with each other to make sure everything gets done and everybody's happy. Now, you guys fuck a lot of swingers. You guys okay, go wait, out. Okay, trying to be well, polite? Is that I, what I'm it is? I'm just trying to find the right words, but I went right for the, 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 the point. Right for the, the, right for the throat. Right. Rex Fantasy is in the throat. background trying, showing his muscles. But what I, what I want... <laughs> what I want to know is you guys as a couple, how often do you have sex, the two of you, versus playing with other couples? You know what? We do it to our own satisfaction where we're both happy and uh, we're both on the same level. Okay, that is that, that is a wussy well, answer. No, no, I want to know, in, yeah. in, in, in a period of a week, how often do you guys fuck? Well, I'll, I'll tell you. One of the things that we uh, do, seems to have gotten into, is that if we know we're going on a weekend like this, okay, we start the weekend by having sex with each other. That's exactly the right you know? answer. And yeah. then we usually end the weekend by having sex with right. each other. Amazing answer. The before and so, after. There is. Like, we know that we're going to be with a lot of other people, so and that's what this weekend's about. But prior to that, we connect. So, in general, though, do you actually have a swinger vacation or a swinger outing every single week? Or is it every single month? Or is it once a year? What's your frequency? <laughs> well, it sees... It's not every week. But it's not uh, a vacation. It we try and get together and do something in the lifestyle every weekend, but it doesn't happen every weekend. It doesn't happen. It happens two to four weekends a month uh, because that's who our friends are. Um, and but you have clubs in your neighborhood. And we have clubs. Go? And we were at a party last weekend. Uh, friends threw a birthday party, but it was a three-day party. Up at Sea Mountain, yeah. yeah. Yeah, up at Sea Mountain. Shout out to Dewey. And like I like to say, you know, I... I I don't know how many more weekends I have left where I can have sex with three or four women, but I'm going to find out. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm thinking that Ken is being very bashful at the moment. You're in wonderful shape, you're healthy, you're gorgeous, you're wonderful, you're so is your wife. So I hope you have lots of more. I plan on more. having lots more. 
sexy weekends for both of you, Definitely. right? Yes. 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 So I just want to clarify something. I said that I would do every guy on this boat. There's not a guy that I won't do, but I'm not doing every guy on the boat. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> but wait a second. Just if it was a five-day trip, you might, but I it's might. only a three-day trip, yes. right? Yes, I don't quite have that energy. <laughs> so Shelly and Ken... Before we sign off, or before we go to commercial, I just want to thank you guys, Carol and I, for putting on this trip. It's one of the um, events, and we do a it's lot a of... highlight of our year. We really look forward to this particular event every single year. You guys do a great job, and we're so thankful that we're invited every year, so thank you for that. And um, I think it's time for dinner, so let's remind everyone, this is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David, broadcasting live, as you can hear, with the 15 other couples preparing for dinner, and after dinner is obviously playtime, live from Lake Mead here, just outside of Vegas. Stay tuned, we'll be right back. Your sex energy is your life energy. That's a central focus of The Conscious Living Show with Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce and her husband, Dr. Mark Pierce. The health of your sexual life is a parameter for your physical, mental, and intimate relationship health. If something is out of whack, by listening, you may be able to identify the problem and fix it. And it's not always about the sex. Tune in to The Conscious Living Show, broadcasting live every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. are listening to The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Got a burning question or comment about today's show? Send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com and we just might be answering your question next. Now back to this week's show. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David broadcasting live from our sexy houseboat in the middle of Lake Mead just outside of Las Vegas. And today we have an amazing couple to chat with about swinging and the lifestyle. So nice to welcome you guys, Susie and Doug. It's amazing to see you guys and to have you here. And we're getting to know you guys very, very well because you're right here on our houseboat. You know, we got five couples on our houseboat. And it's so fun to hear different stories about different people, about how they got into the lifestyle. And we'd love to hear your story. Who's- I'll start. Okay. It was an accident. We won a trip down to uh, Jamaica and then happened to be at a, a boutique hotel um, half a mile down the beach from hedonism and on the trip down and I'll, and I'll try to make it a, a short story on the trip down the taxi driver was giving us a tour and he said as we passed by the entrance to Hedo that's the naked place we looked at each other kind of smirked couple minutes later he said they have day passes we smirked again and we were there the next day of so course tell everybody a little bit about how long you had been married and how you guys got to this point in your life well we've been married uh, let's say five years at that point and um, we you know we enjoyed being nude and we were not afraid to be nude with other nude people but that was our extent so when he said we were going to Jamaica and he said if there's a nude beach you want to go and I did not believe there was a nude beach there and so I said yeah I was just trying to humor him and then when the taxi driver said there's a nude beach 
felt obligated to honor my promise. So why, why didn't you believe there was a nude beach? If you go to Europe, all the beaches I, are at least you know, topless. I, I guess I was in denial. Just, you know, didn't think it was really going to happen. So you guys were nudists at home, is what we were saying. You're yes. happy to be naked in yes. your own home, in your own space, but now you have an opportunity to be naked in public. Was and, that your first time? Yeah, that was our first time and super nervous. And, um, but we did it and we just, a whole new chapter, that just started a whole new chapter to our lives. So, so, so just to clarify, you were not staying at Hedonism at the time, you were staying next door and you found a way to get there with mm -hmm. those day passes that you mentioned and that's when you went naked. Yes, yes. In that seven day trip, we were there, the, our, our very second day in Jamaica, we were there and we just loved it. So again, long story short, we were there at Hedonism for three day passes out of our seven days first trip to Jamaica. But isn't it cool at Hedo? And uh, let's shout out to Harry and Kevin and all the people, all our friends at Hedo were going to be there with the Young Swingers group with Brett. Isn't it cool when you go to a resort where they have a clothing optional side and a nude side and you see 300 other people naked and it's just like this is this is good this is okay and if i'm gonna go there with clothes on i'm gonna be the person who's gonna stand out and your brain says well if they can do it i can do it and clothing optional doesn't mean you have to be stark naked if you don't want to you can start with your bathing suit on how did you guys start uh well we decided to go to the nude side and we walked down the beach and sat down and and just like you said, we were the only ones with bathing suits on. And it didn't take me long to feel like uh, I need to change this because I don't want people, I don't want to stand out. So I took off my clothes, followed, and then we just met awesome people. I mean, we realized that it wasn't all supermodels. It was just normal people. Okay, so let's back up a little bit. You guys are on your second marriage. <coughs> Um, you have a little interesting story about where you came from and how you got into becoming more open-minded and sexually free. Let's talk a little bit about that. Well, from the, the first visit to Hito, which we had never even heard the word lifestyle before, I had heard the word swinger, but of course I thought that was just going to a party and throwing your watch into a basket and then all hoping somebody would pick it out right <laughs> that's right <laughs> thinking that well I'm gonna end up with somebody by by chance that's all I knew about swingers never heard the word lifestyle and so on the first but you did find out that that's not true about swingers absolutely <laughs> okay. did find that out uh, we met some wonderful people on that first trip who were not pushy not aggressive answered all of our wide-eyed open questions and uh, we we knew we had to come back so at that point we started coming back to Hito every six months wow. because we could not get enough now we did not really go full 
you know, whole hog in the lifestyle immediately. It took us a good two years with discussions and communications. Now, we've seen gradual. Susie nodding her head. Her, nodding her head, I'm sorry to say. So she's like with you there. She's agreeing with you. You guys together obviously decided what you were going to do and what you weren't going to do because you're together in this. And I see you guys wholeheartedly agreeing with everything that's going on. Every time that we went there, it was a new adventure. And we learned more and more. And it, but it, really, truthfully, it was about the people that we met. The people there, we just met incredible people. And we still are friends. We've made so many friends all over the world. Now, before you got to Hito, uh, you were a couple for how long? We were uh, five to seven years or so. We had been married. We had been together another five, six years prior to and, that. And as a couple, did you have a good sex life? Did you have a great friendship? I mean, it's your second marriage. Uh, there's something that you guys had in common that made the bond and the friendship. So you had great sex before you decided to explore an alternative lifestyle? Yes. We, we thought we did. <laughs> Go on. But we found out. No, we, we, we thought we had a great sex life. But after going to Hito, even not playing that first couple times, we became so much closer in our communication. It did amazing things to our communication. So you mean not playing with other couples, because now you're in the swinger lifestyle where you do play with other couples, but you kind of mean that at first you did not play with other couples. So uh, that's a great segue into question I wanted to ask was, so you went to Hito as a couple, you finally got naked, and now you're there, and there's a lot of swingers, we've been there, you know, there's cocksucking that goes on at the pool, and girls are up there having their pussies eaten, there's fucking everything goes at Hito when someone approached you guys and I'll direct this to Susie and said hey do you want to play how did you respond you know I, I I didn't have to I don't remember having to deal with that because I think a lot of people well first of all there's never any pressure uh, we never felt any pressure I think people realized that we were new to this um, I don't ever remember being harassed or um, I think that just during normal conversation I think people kind of can tell you know if if you're the if you're if it's appropriate to ask if, if you're gonna play or I, I just think you just kind of know so it kind of just was uh, authentically evolved for you guys as a couple into playing so do you actually remember that very first time that you swapped partners well Susie is probably not gonna like this part of our story however I'm going to tell it we always communicated and set our rules and boundaries what we would do whether it would be same room soft swap what it would be and of course it started out as as soft swap only same room and and that was the rule now did I want to go further than that absolutely but I whimpered and moaned and cried and agreed to her rules and that's the way it was and I was I because was happy. girls rule that's right yeah. I understood my place but when the first time and this was with a, a couple that we had gotten to know maybe with a trip before the, this actual time I see her in the Hito pool not the Hito hot tub the Hito pool fucking this guy when 
we hadn't made that rule yet. She blew past that rule and boundary. I thought, hmm, I guess maybe we're past that. Now maybe it's my turn. Now, I did not have sex with another woman. Well, with anybody, another guy, because I'm not that way. But anyway, that sounds crazy. Um, no, I didn't have sex with another woman on that trip. It was, it was maybe... So you actually pushed the boundaries and you did actually push that limit and you hadn't actually talked about it in advance, but it was okay because he allowed that. He saw it. It was not, you were not going against anything and he was okay with it. So then obviously the next trip or the next time must have been your turn. How did that turn out? It was, we believe, we were discussing that uh, a day or two ago, maybe at a, a New Year's Eve party. Yeah, yeah. We, um, first of all, that person with me, we had known and, and it was a comfort. It, I was comfortable with this person. Because you knew them. him for a while? Yes, because we've met them before, we were comfortable. It just kind of happened. I mean, I think that okay. kind of thing happens because you are comfortable with that person and you have a connection is and it like an energy that you feel and so you know it's the right thing exactly. to do exactly yes. and we yes. talked about it later that day because I, I to be honest I didn't know he saw oh interesting and so we talked about it later and and I, I we were okay with it she didn't know I saw the first time and then a half hour later in the Hito hot tub, she's doing him again. <laughs> so so she, caught, didn't, she didn't. She might have caught on by now. I right? don't know that she knew I saw either time. I think alcohol may have helped the situation, but I saw both. All right, Susie and Doug, we're going to ask you to hang on for a second. Remind everyone, this is The Sexy Lifestyle. We're broadcasting live from three sexy swing and houseboats in the middle of Lake, Lake Mead. We'll be right back after this short commercial break. Do you find yourself lying in bed, dreaming about how to spice up your love life and wondering how you are going to make it happen? It's time to have an intimate conversation about life, love, and lust on Pillow Talk with Cheryl. If you've been suppressing your emotions, wanting and waiting to talk about the way you really feel about romance, host Cheryl Besner is ready to help you challenge and change the way you approach your love life. Pillow Talk with Cheryl can be heard every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. listening to the sexy lifestyle with carol and david got a burning question or comment about today's show send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com and we just might be answering your question next now back to this week's show This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David, and today we're having an amazing discussion with Susie and Doug, some of our fun swinger couples here on uh, Three Houseboats in the Middle of Lake Mead. And we've been having a great discussion about them and how they got into the lifestyle, some adventures they have experienced um, at Hedonism 2 in Jamaica. And now let's talk a little bit about how being swingers and exploring your sexuality and the openness has made your couple stronger. Oh, I'll start. I know that we had a great marriage and a great sex life before discovering this lifestyle thing, this swinger thing. But much to my surprise, it has only made our marriage better. 
better, it has made our sex life better, and maybe even more important, or equally as important to those two, our communication. We can talk now about anything. If I see a good-looking woman walking down the sidewalk and I look at her, I can turn to my wife and say, I'd like to fuck her. And, and, and what about when she sees that good-looking guy? Do you get that too? It's the same thing, and I never, ever would have thought that I could be that way, that I could have that open thinking with her that, hey, it's okay for her to think that as well. Did you ever think that you would be sitting in front of Carol and David on our radio show and Carol would be here naked and you're we're talking to you you're looking at her tits and her pussy I mean last night we played we had a lot of sexy fun together you guys actually invited us to play with you which was an absolute compliment you know we love when people invite us into their sexual world but it's so cool just being able to sit here with friends, being naked. I mean, the wind picked up a little bit, and Susie put on her top, unfortunately, because she has amazing tits, and <laughs> I love sucking on your nipples last night. But, um, Susie, I'd like to hear from you how, from your first marriage, your sex life was, and then with Doug, how it got better, and then now being in the lifestyle, where you guys are, and, and do, you, do you talk, and do you learn from all your different experiences with your swinging uh, adventures? Um, well, I got married young, uh, first time, first marriage young. Um, he was a great guy, married for 20 years. Uh, we had children. It was just a normal, regular marriage. Um, did we do anything fun and exciting? You know, just your typical family vacations. Um, was your sex good? Yeah, it was, it was not bad. It was okay. not bad. But we never ever had that discussion about going any further than that. It was traditional, never crossed our mind. I gotta ask you, did you even talk about sex in not, your first marriage? Not really, because uh, I think we were just so young and naive. And um, meeting Doug, um, I'm a little older and he made me feel young again and sexy and that maybe I was still attractive and so maybe I, you are absolutely oh gorgeous <laughs> well I but think, you know we don't know that until somebody tells us exactly. right exactly so he he like just energized me again like I knew it was you know a new beginning and then during the whole, the whole lifestyle thing has made me feel um attractive and is you know I we, there's a sexiness now I'm yeah I'm wearing clothes and and dressing up like I never would have ever imagined and but it makes me feel sexy isn't it cool how you know you and Carol's exactly the same way how at this stage in life and you guys like us are past 50 that you're feeling sexier having greater sex and the more people tell you, different people, not just your partner, the sexier you feel and the more horny you are and the more sex you want to have. And those compliments you get from other people in the lifestyle are genuine. And they're not trying to make them fall in love with you or you fall in love with them because we're all emotionally monogamous in the lifestyle. And yes, we fuck other people. But those compliments, because the women really put in the effort to be 
look good and to wear the clothes that they can't wear at Starbucks in the morning. But people, the women do it because they want to. It's not because Doug is forcing you to do it or, and there's no way I can force Carol to do anything in in our relationship, but you do it and you take some, you know, pictures of yourselves and you go back and you look and you say, wow, we're having a great time. And our, our motto is you live happy, healthy and horny. And if you can't, well, you're not doing the right thing and maybe you need to change. But the lifestyle really allows you to do this stuff and get the feedback from people who aren't necessarily connected to you. I just got to add that there's so many gorgeous guys in here on this lifeboat with on this. <laughs> I'm going to say, sorry, I'm going to start that again. There's so many people here on this houseboat with us who are gorgeous. These guys are gorgeous, too. It's not just the women. But you love it because there's 15 naked cops walking around. You can suck anyone that you want. You grab them. Although we appreciate all our wisdom in our age today, you know, at the age we are, we're all gorgeous in our own way. And I love the fact that the guys, it's not just the ladies who are dressing up sexy. Every single guy on this boat looks awesome. And it makes you feel sexy, too, right? You bet it does. When another woman pays attention to you and and wants to be with you and and touches you, it doesn't take away from your wife. It just adds to life and life experience. And for me, when I see a woman come up to Doug and and there's an attraction there, that just turns me on too. It It makes me proud that he's my husband. Absolutely. You know, last night when we were playing together and you were fucking Doug and I was fucking Susie, it got even hotter when Susie leaned over to kiss you and play with your tits. And then the four of us were playing together. And in our world, you know, we talk about foursomes and moresomes, and that's what we love to do. We don't, we, our preference is not to play a part. And the way the four of us played together was so hot and sexy. Under the stars, and we saw Mars was up there. It was just so spectacular. It, you, you can't even imagine what it is like to be here on these houseboats in this calm water in a cove I mean it's just unbelievable the rock formations around us and the little bit of grass that we have around us it's just spectacular and under the stars it just makes everything so special we're in nature we're naked and we are meeting new friends and lifestyle friends are just friends forever it's that bond that we have is, is phenomenal And just before we wrap up, um, the lifestyle really is all about the people and the memories and the fantasies. Just take two minutes to explain to us, after you go to a lifestyle vacation, whether it be at Hito or at Naughty in Orleans or on these houseboat trips and you get home, how do those sexual experiences you had on those vacations add to your better sex life and evolving sex life until the next time? (coughs) Well, uh, for instance, just last weekend we were at a sexy place for the weekend and we had such a great time that we spent almost a whole day, if we're traveling, talking about it. We were discussing it, like what, what did you like best, what, you know, what did you not like, what did, what did that guy do to you that you liked, that maybe you haven't experienced before. And so same, and I'll ask him, you know, okay, what did she do? What did you like about, you know, your experience? And so we take, we call it debriefing. And we do that after every experience. And we just come back with a big smile. Well, 
I'm probably typical guy. I have an orgasm. I'm, I'm happy. But I really enjoy making the woman happy. And I enjoy even more having the other guy making my wife happy. And when she's happy, that just makes it all the better for me, number one. And two, then doing my best to make sure the woman that I'm with is happy and, and satisfied. Because if, if I do that, I'm good. That's such an amazing advice. Thank you so much for spending the time with us today. And we're so happy to hear your story and how you got into the lifestyle, what you do in the lifestyle, and how it has strengthened your marriage. And we know for sure how it has strengthened our marriage. And we're just grateful to hear all of your stories. Thank you so much for your time. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David broadcasting live from the middle of Lake Mead on us. Three sexy swinger houseboats with 15 amazing couples. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Are you ready for quit whispering healthy talk? Tune in to the Get Mine Healthy Pleasure Radio Show. Founded and hosted by Dr. Malfay, Peraza Godoy, and Dominique Caretzis, this program will answer all of your burning questions in a frank, casual, and uncensored manner. We'll tell you what we know and improve what you know. Turn the lights down, grab a hot cup of whatever, and join us every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and 6 a.m. Pacific Time for the Get Mine Healthy Pleasure Radio Show on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. listening to the sexy lifestyle with carol and david got a burning question or comment about today's show send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com and we just might be answering your question next now back to this week's show This is the Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David, and we are here on Lake Mead on a, a little bit of a vacation for us. We're here with 15 of our swinger friends. Most of our shows aren't about swinging, but this one definitely is. We're 15 couples out here for four days, naked, uh, having some great recreational sex. And now we have another couple for you to listen to. So we have here with us Ann and Kay. And of course, they've been on the boat with us for the last couple of days, and we get to know everybody. It's only 15 couples on the boat. We get to know everybody on this boat, but it's kind of fun to meet new friends who we haven't seen before. And that's the case with our Ann and Kay. And they're going to explain to us how they got into the swinging lifestyle. That's not their real names, right? Uh, well, I'm I'm thinking not. No, not like Jen and Eric. <laughs> they were, no. That wasn't their real names yeah, either. No, we went with different names. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to hear your story about how you guys got into lifestyle. Would you like to start and tell us a little bit more about yourself, Ken? Sure, sure. We um, were high school sweethearts. We've been married forever and ever, and he is my one and only, and he's my life. And um, we've been married a very long time, and he started to become interested in looking beyond what we what we typically did. Not only were we high school sweethearts, but we had only been with one another. So it was a big... So let, let me get this right. You guys are high school sweethearts. You never fucked anybody before you got together. You went through this whole life, this amazing marriage together, being each other's best friends, each other's best fucks. And now... I think you were telling us it's been about five or six years. Yep. You're swingers. Yes. I don't need. Right. I need this story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all of that's true. And um, 
I was interested in adding a little spice to our I our think sex we were life. Bored. We always no. had a great sex yeah, life. It's always been fantastic, but I thought maybe we could add something else to it and started exploring a little bit. Uh, we would go to Las Vegas frequently and, and dabbled along the edge. And how long ago was this? Oh, maybe eight years ago? Yep. We yeah. would dabble and go to a club or two for a sexy experience with the two of us. And and uh, we would sexy have some- Sexy dancing. We would have some fun and, and we kind of advanced it a little bit. And But before we jumped in full feet, first. <laughs> yeah. We, we, we had that, that big issue that we had never been with anybody else before and weren't we wanting to to give that up? So I'm going to just back up for a second. So you decided that you wanted to add a little spice to your sex life. You did some exploring. How did you bring it up to Kay that you wanted to do a little bit more out of the traditional missionary position on a bed fucking for 40 years? Right. <laughs> Which is probably about right. <laughs> pretty close, pretty close. And I, and, I, and I didn't know how to bring it up. Uh -huh. You know, it's, one, it's that scary topic. How do you and being married for so long, you guys are obviously great communicators to be each other's best friends and right. you had kids and you had business and you did all this stuff. But now, you know, in, in society and life, we're not good at talking about sex Talk we'll about say it. I want to fuck do you want to fuck and you fuck but not about this big discussion that you were going to bring up about exploring your sexuality so how did that come about it, I, I was scared to death to bring it up <laughs> and, and I was just like oh you just want to fuck other women yeah. you know that's all that's you know yeah, that's the only did, reason she didn't understand where I was coming from and I was never pushy no I would bring it up Kay would, Kay would push back <laughs> and so I realized, you know, I'm not going to push her. She's my, she's my one and only. And when it, if and when the time is right, we'll step into it. And occasionally, I would bring it up. And eventually, she decided to that she was okay to give it a try. Well, we started li actually listening to multiple other podcasts. And the people seemed just like normal, everyday people. You're saying we're normal? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Can you give us a name of some of the podcasts you listen to? Um, we Got a Thing, uh, Swinger Diaries. Uh -huh. um, there's a new one out right now called Room 77 that we just love. Um, so yeah, I'm kind of the podcast person and I'll come up with some good ones and then have him listen. But it, but it was really We Got a Thing that kind of started the, the whole thing for us and just resonated with us. Um, similar circumstances, similar, similar age. age. And right. it just seemed they like... They were a couple of years ahead of us. If they could do it and it's just normal, seemingly normal for them, why can't we? Kay felt like she could give it a try, and she decided to be all in. Yeah, that was a that was a very specific decision because we would go to the swingers clubs in Las Vegas because I knew he wanted to go, and I would be like, have my wall up. People right. would come and talk to me, and they'd say, "Having a good time? Oh yeah, yeah, having a good time." But no, you know. She didn't quite say it that way. People <laughs> would come up and introduce themselves, and she would say, "Hi." <laughs> How are you guys doing? Fine. And so, it wasn't very long before they realized she's not interested, and then they would wander off. Right. Oh, there goes uh, Jen too up there again, having another <laughs> orgasm. We have great friends, don't we? So, Kay. I think we're having a great time. We are having though. a great time. So, Kay, tell me what was that moment where you decided to 
put your foot over that threshold because we know in the lifestyle no one takes one for the team and if it wasn't going to be good for the two of you you wouldn't do it and the woman drives the lifestyle it's very female centric they have their foot on the gas or on the brake so you decided I was going to step in how did you feel in that moment and what was the first sensation that you had when you now were with a different person than Anne who you've been with for your whole life I got tired of sitting on the fence. Sitting on the fence is an uncomfortable place to be. Mm -hmm. So I decided, I just decided that I didn't want to sit on the fence and that it, I would never know unless I stepped over. So we just made that decision that I was going to be all in and, and stop sitting on the fence. And we were very fortunate that the first few people that we were with were kind and considerate and, um, just kind of guided us down that path. We had a couple in a Las Vegas club who actually rescued us from, a, from an overzealous <laughs> from couple. From a predator. Yeah, from an it overzealous happens. It happens. It happens. Yeah. And, and they stepped in and, and rescued us and, and took us into the room and it was it was fantastic. So, and then since then we tease because we've kind of gone back and forth and he says, now he's just trying to keep up. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, I love it. Of course, it. you know, because women rule in this lifestyle. Once exactly. you get into it, you understand it, you get that feeling and then you know that we rule. And that makes it a whole lot of fun, right? It's certainly in the lifestyle we can. And was that okay with N? <laughs> was that okay with you? K and N, that makes Ken. <laughs> was that okay with you when she decided that she does want to do all this and she is going to decide to rule this whole lifestyle? Yes, it was because I had been asking her about it and she was finally willing to give it a fair try. And so we decided we, we didn't put a specific time limit on it, but at least enough time to make a fair judgment on whether this was for us or not. And 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 I was I was proud of her for making that decision and getting off the fence one way or another you know it would have been fine if she said yes great if she said no then okay too because we were great together I love that whole concept was you try it and if it works it works if it doesn't it doesn't because we always say we say the lifestyle is for anyone but it's not for everyone and so that's why you got to try it and know is it for you so, yes, yes, very much. So, Kay, I have a question for you. Now you've gotten in, you've started playing with other couples, and the dynamics of your sexuality within your re relationship has changed. Has it made your sex life as a couple better? Absolutely. No question about it. On many different levels. I mean, you know, we can use those fun times that we have with other people and bring it back to our bedroom and role play those kinds of things. But also the communication that it takes to be successful in the lifestyle is is huge. And so that communication just makes our sex even better and better. We're able to try things that maybe we wouldn't have tried in the past because we're communicating better. And don't you find that after every lifestyle experience, you learn something because you're with another couple, and we always say swingers are emotionally monogamous. And, you know, people watch porn for entertainment. I'll say that again, porn is entertainment. It should not be educational, but it helps you open up dialogue. But now you're with 
live human beings <laughs> that you're fucking. And Carol and I love the replay. Every time yep. we play, we, we replay what went on, we go home, we use those experiences as foreplay to get ourselves excited and to have great sex. And I heard you say the same thing. You go home and you talk about the, the little fantasies, the things that you did that you normally wouldn't have thought about as a couple. Exactly, yeah. It's it's. I can't even tell you how much better it is because we're able to try so many different things. And we, we go back home and we'll role play and she'll be a partner that I might have had one time and I might be a partner that she had and we'll recreate and we'll relive that and it's just real titillating and real exciting and brings us a lot of joy. So can I ask you, I mean our rules in our relationship is that we play same room, same bed, same pile. Mostly, 99% Mostly. Of the time. Not this morning with, with you and uh, Bald oh, Guy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> However, that's mostly our rules. I want to know if you guys have any rules amongst each other. Um, we started out same room, soft play. Uh-huh. Um, and then we, I don't I don't like to use the, the word graduated, but we morphed into... <laughs> morphed is a good word, too. <laughs> same, same room. Um, full swap. Full swap. And now we've we've morphed into separate room, but we don't. Um, it just depends on the couple that right, we're right, with. Right. It's whatever's good for you as a couple. Right. right. We're okay with separate room, but we're not. You know, we're not exclusive that way. I gotta say that this kind of trip that we do every year, it's an annual trip for us, and we look forward to it every single year. 15 couples, just swinging, just fucking, just having a lot of time together, that we actually get to know each other a lot better. And sometimes we feel more comfortable exactly. when we're with these couples that we've known and we've been with over many years, that sometimes those rules that we make between each other might fall a little bit. And <laughs> maybe not same room, same bed, same Pile, Are you right, saying honey? that I sometimes stray a little bit? And I sometimes stray a little, a little bit, bit like our radio show. Sometimes I don't follow the script and I go sideways. Sometimes Maybe that's a bit what my personality is about. Well, listen, we're very happy to have you and and Kay on our radio show today. We're so happy to talk to you and to learn about how you guys got into the lifestyle. And I mean, of course, everybody's interested to know how these kind of things happen. So we're just happy that you did share your story with us. Thank you for sharing. Thanks for having us. Live from Lake Mead on three sexy on three houseboats with a bunch of naked people. We are Carol and David. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hey, sexy people. If you're ready to start your sexual evolution, we've got some amazing prizes to give away. Some of the great prizes include Womanizer, the most advanced pleasure product for stronger, longer, and more intense orgasms. SDC.com is giving away a lifetime membership to the sexiest online community of open-minded people. Touch from experience, warm. It warms your personal lube, then automatically dispenses it with a wave of your hand. And we can't forget, throws of passion waterproof pleasure blanket. Keep your bed dry no matter how wet it gets. For your chance to win one of these amazing prizes, simply send us an email at info at with the word contest in the subject line. Your name will be entered into the weekly drawing and remember to visit our website regularly for a list of the winners and more information about all the amazing prizes and sponsors. Go to the sexylifestyle.com contest page and enter as often as you like. You 
are listening to The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Got a burning question or comment about today's show? Send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com and we just might be answering your question next. Now back to this week's show. This is The Sexy Lifestyle and we are Carol and David and today we are back here on Lake Mead with a whole bunch of our sexy swinger friends. And today we're going to be introducing our friends who are swinger friends, generic friends. We're going to call them Jen and Eric just for fun because that's what they suggested and that's all good too. And they have a really fun story to share with us today because they started mostly in the kink style but then they've adapted a swinger lifestyle which is so interesting and their story is wonderful. So we're going to start first with Jen <laughs> and tell everybody about how you thought you'd like to get into lifestyle. Hi, I'm Jen. So it was it wasn't actually me that wanted to get into the lifestyle per se. Uh, Eric here is very curious and uh, would always be Googling and knew he wanted to, he was just looking for something and found a kink group where we live and so we were going to their meeting and so downstairs was a restaurant, upstairs was where the meeting was and we walked upstairs and they said to us, I'm sorry, the restaurant is downstairs. <laughs> and we're like, no, we're here for your meeting. And I actually have to start the story by saying that I didn't sleep for two weeks before <laughs> we went to this kink meeting because I was a little bit freaked out. Um, anyways, we went to the meeting and, and met a few people and we also met a couple who were into the lifestyle. And that's kind of where we journeyed with them a bit and from the kink into the lifestyle. I don't know if you want But what's, what's very interesting is even though Eric, we have Jen and Eric, yes, right? Yes, okay, I gotta get this got right. There. So even though Eric came up with the idea, yeah. Jen, you went along consensually, right? You, you weren't pulling back and he has ropes on you and pulling you in and you're dragging your feet. No, but you, I did you say, had, I yes, didn't sleep for two weeks. I, I get it, but you got your head around it and if you really weren't into it, you wouldn't have done it. No, and the I, ropes I, came I, later though. Which was, <laughs> yeah, of course. I, I try, I'm very trusting Eric. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I'll fix that, don't you worry about that. That's all good. <laughs> Alright, so, so you get to this club and you do what? So we were actually going to a kink um, convention and it was a two-day party and so on the first night uh, it was just a uh, meet and greet. Saturday was some, um, so Saturday night was a dungeon-y thing and everybody's watching and we sat down and started chatting to a guy and I was kind of interested in him and so we talked quite a bit. We went back to our room later on that night and I said to Eric that I really have to tell you something, I'm feeling really guilty about this, but I was really attracted to this fellow and he <laughs> said, hang on, got his clothes on and ran back downstairs again to try to find him because this was his uh, idea of like, okay, we can now maybe have a threesome. Uh -huh. Yeah, so that was kind of our big start into it. I'm just going to ask you, so you guys, how long have you been married and at what point of your, I'm going to say, relationship were you experiencing all of these things? Eric. I'm going to say 10 years ago, something like that we've been with though. So um, it took a couple years before that, but we were um, dabbled with a 
kink side of things. Uh, I went to different kink conferences, learned lots of different stuff. Stuff, you know, you don't know what you don't know. So that was kind of our approach on this. It was a way to learn about sex and different things to do with sex and, you know, what is kink anyways. So, and did you find as you went through this journey that your sex life as a couple got better and your relationship as a couple got stronger? It certainly had its um, talking, so we talked about all kinds of things, and the more you talk about things, and you find out each other's likes and dislikes, and uh, what works, what doesn't work. We learned about safety, we learned about, um, uh, you know, consent, we learned, you know, there's all kinds of things that we learned along the way, and um, you have to have a really strong relationship. So to pick up uh, where Jen was going with when we, uh, she first said, hey, I'm interested in the, the guy was, I was attracted to him and she felt guilty at first about that. Uh, we did run into him, uh, some mutual friends knew him and so over the next couple of years as we transitioned into lifestyle, um, we'd see him from time to time at different uh, social events. and. Uh, Jen was reluctant to get into it. We had conversations about it. One thing that this fellow said to us one time was, uh, you know, you have to be prepared that if I'm with Jen and she suddenly starts making noises and doing things that you've never been able to make her do before, you have to be able to deal with it. Um, we've heard her make some great noises <laughs> and some things. I mean, last night on the boat upstairs, she was going full force. Just reminding everybody, we are here on Lake Mead and we with are With 15 naked couples, we have everybody sitting around us over here. We're taking a break from the it rained a little bit today, but we're uh, here with a bunch of good friends. So how did you guys transition into the lifestyle and I guess I'll ask Jen how did you feel watching him fuck someone else uh, so our transition into the lifestyle was the friends that we had met um, at the kink and so we slowly started getting into the lifestyle um, and it did take me a while to to um, uh, process the difference between sex and love and so I had to come to that um, understanding within myself that it's just sex and it doesn't affect the love So that if we I could have. just interject, there was uh, the, the time that we actually transitioned. The first time was uh, we brought in this guy that, that mm. you had to talk about. And, it, and about at least a year had gone by before we did this guy-guy-girl. Uh, and so I called him up and said, sometimes Jen needs a little push into the pool. I said, so... <laughs> I, so yeah, so I uh, arranged to go over drinks with Jen and I said, you know, just dress something sexy, which we often do. We just go and just have fun together. And uh, I arranged for him to meet us at the bar. So he comes in and she knew that something was right up away. when he walked in. He sat on the other side of Jen and... Was there a puddle on the floor? Public space. <laughs> and she and like, the elevator. So this, this is where I would unfold it. And uh, we started making out in a public space and there was a, a girl's night out or something, an event from work or something that we're sitting at a table close by. They were all turned around watching their, their mouths agape while two men were all over Fondling Jen. and kissing me. And you, and you, it's a fantasy of your own. <laughs> well, it got, I the fantasy didn't came, need to be. <laughs> it was happening. The fantasy came later because so uh, we just had one drink there and I said, come on, let's go. And, and Jen's going, where are we going? I said, just follow me. We went down the hallway and I, she didn't know, I booked a room in that hotel. We get in the elevator and as we booked the elevator, we started taking... I was taking, squirting in the elevator before we got all out of the door into the room. Right, so that, wow, was that was our foray. That was a foray into lifestyle. So you have that picture up in your house now in the elevator with a little yellow sign, wet floor, right? <laughs> Slippery when wet. Like, Carol has a whole bunch of them. Attention, Walmart, Yeah. Problem so, on, on aisle four, yeah. that's so, what it is. 
So now we've known you guys for a while. Uh, we met uh, last year at an amazing event in Los Angeles. You guys love traveling. You do a lot of cool things. How do the things and people that you meet make you guys a stronger couple? And do you have better sex, just the two of you? We have amazing sex. Yeah, I would say it's better. Certainly anytime we're um, at an event like this, which is very, uh, it's very flirtatious and sexy. There's a lot of uh, um, fun people around. They make, they stroke you. They're often, and, and both physically and uh, emotionally. I saw Carol stroking you earlier. <laughs> Just stroking you and sucking you and fucking you. But true, but they also say a lot of nice things about you and it does make you feel good. And then when at the end of the evening, um, you know, the, the Mr. and Mrs. Generic. <laughs> Jen and Eric. Jen and Eric. We, uh, yeah, we always finish the night yeah. off together uh, having a fantastic night. So. That's so awesome. We also do exactly the same thing. Every time we get out and we get to have a lot of fun with our friends, we certainly get back together and we do our stuff together. We do, we do. We love, we have great sex. I mean, being in the lifestyle is an excuse for us to go home and have amazing sex and to learn things from everybody that we've been here with Correct. who've taught us different things and everybody here is into their own sex and sexuality and kink and we learn listen to Shelly <laughs> listen to Jen too up there um, she's having a good orgasm <laughs> so Jen I'm gonna let you finish by just telling everybody once you guys get home from one of these swinging vacations and we're here you know 15 couples we're here for three days on Lake Mead on these beautiful houseboats how do you guys recap or learn or experience the things that you've done on the trip again to get to the next event and to have great sex with mm -hmm. two of you? Because we know as swingers, yes, we have great sex amongst other people, but emotionally we're all monogamous, right? We're in yeah. love with our partner, our partner is our best yeah. friend, our yeah. best fuck. But how do you take that and, and make your sex life even better because you came in having great sex, now you mm -hmm. fuck 15 other people, you go home. How do you translate that into better sex between the two of you? It's all about communication. So we always go home and it's always a little bit of a debrief, you know, who you met, what you did, did you like it? Did you do anything new? What can we learn from it? Um, and it just always makes our, our relationship that much stronger. And yeah. it's the communication, communication, communication. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So we're having a great time here on the houseboats. As everybody knows, we're at Lake Mead and we're here with 15 other couples. And we've just had a chance to talk with Jen and Eric. And they've explained to us how the swinging lifestyle has transitioned from, them from the kink world into the swinging lifestyle. And now that's where they spend a lot of their time visiting a lot of friends and having a lot of sexy fun. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. And we all know that the sexy lifestyle and the swinging lifestyle is all about the people and the friends you make. And there goes Jen too, having another great orgasm. <laughs> this is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David broadcasting live from three sexy houseboats in the middle of Lake Mead. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost.
lost in your very own throes of fashion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the Stay Dry Barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own throes of passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now. are listening to The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Got a burning question or comment about today's show? Send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com and we just might be answering your question next. Now back to this week's show. Well, what an amazing show. Um, I wish we could have gone on and on. We spoke to so many sexy swinging couples. Uh, you know, most of our shows aren't about swinging, but every once in a while we do do a show and we hope you really enjoyed this one. Um, our friends uh, took the time to dig deep and tell you all about their stories and how they got into the lifestyle and how it's really made their relationships much better and we hope you enjoyed it. So that's it for our show today. So join us next week for another hour of The Sexy Lifestyle where we get to talk about how to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy and always horny. Stay sexy everyone. Until next time. Thank you for joining Carol and David for this week's edition of The Sexy Lifestyle. We've got another one lined up next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on The Sexy Lifestyle Network. The weekend is just around the corner, so try something new, spice it up, and you just might have the best sex ever. 